Kia ora and welcome to the Dawn Chorus for June the 24th, a Thursday in Wellington. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka and we're in level two, not lockdown, but um, restrictions after it's clear uh, someone with COVID had a great weekend around Wellington. Hundreds of people are now in self-isolation and are trying to get tests. It hasn't been a fun day in Wellington. And that will continue until the end of the week. But elsewhere, I'm keeping an eye on what's happening with the housing market and with interest rates. And in the last day, we have heard from CoreLogic, who have taken a closer look at the numbers and have concluded so far that the big announcement on March 23 that interest cannot be claimed for tax purposes by landlords that hasn't actually had much of an impact on the market, and neither has the the Reserve Bank's decision to bring in a 40% deposit again for landlords. In the two months of data, uh, CoreLogic is saying that um, there actually hasn't been much uh, change at all, and ANZ actually pointed out that house price inflation accelerated last month slightly. These economists still think that there will be an impact from these changes, but it's not nearly as large as what many people were expecting. And when they took take a closer look at the requests for valuations and the activity involving banks, they're still seeing significant premiums being paid by investors and first home buyers over CVs. Remember, we had 30% inflation nationally in the year to the end of May. And it looks like, according to the economists who are forecasting, there's another 10% to 15% inflation in prices to come before we get to some sort of flattening. We'll see. It all really depends on what happens with interest rates. And we've got more news on that in the last day or so from the US Federal Reserve, which really sets the tone for everyone. Jerome Powell, Jerome Powell, the chair of the US Federal Reserve, appeared before a congressional select committee, as we describe it, and really hosed down expectations of an inflation spike that would cause the Federal Reserve to t- tighten anytime soon. He rejected the idea of a 1970s-style inflation breakout and said this spike was temporary, that a lot of the uh, supply concerns um, around shipping and increases in prices of some commodities and goods and some wages would be relatively temporary and that the Federal Reserve would wait until effectively it sees the whites of the eyes of of a significant increase in inflation before it started to tighten. Remember, just a week or so ago, it forecast that it saw interest rates on hold until 2023, although that was about a year earlier than its previous expectations. The Reserve Bank of Australia, um, its Assistant Governor for Economics, gave a big speech yesterday in which she also pointed out a lot of this inflation is going to be temporary and that the the Reserve Bank of Australia would continue to offer significant support for the Australian economy with zero interest rates, uh, money printing, quantitative easing and also cheap loans to banks. That means the housing market in Australia is taking off as well. Uh, which is uh, good news for homeowners there. Not such good news for people wanting to get into the housing market. Same as here, really. Elsewhere around the world, look out for a draft report from the International uh, Committee, the IPCC, associated with the various international moves on climate change uh, responses and adaptation. 
This AFP um, uh, exclusive report on the, on, on the draft of that next IPCC report shows that we're now looking at, without significant changes, three, three degrees increase in the uh, uh, temperature of the globe above pre-industrial levels. That would trigger all sorts of uh, feedback loops and tipping points in the Arctic and in the Amazon, which would um, cause massive heat waves, uh, a 12 metre rise in sea levels and uh, all sorts of uh, extreme weather events that would kill hundreds of millions and force many more hundreds of millions into um, poverty, forced migrations and the like. Glasgow is shaping up as a major meeting in early November of all the world's leaders to determine what is going to be done to try and reduce this increase in the global temperature um, so that it's only one and a half degrees rather than three degrees. Although interestingly the report says even at one and a half degrees the climate change uh, impacts will be massive. Elsewhere in the world, Audi has announced it will stop making petrol and diesel cars from 2033, adding to uh, adding an, yet another manufacturer who's, who's given an end date for making uh, internal combustion engine cars. And that's also the case in Japan, where overnight the first manufacturer in Japan announced an end date for ICE or internal combustion engines. That is Honda. It says it will stop by 2040. And that's important because, of course, we buy a lot of our used cars from Japan. Although, of course, the risk here is that New Zealand becomes a dumping ground for right-hand drive cars from Britain and from Japan as they look to move to electric and get their old dirty cars out of the country. Elsewhere, um, we are keeping an eye on what's happening with the uh, Level 2 lockdown. In Australia, there have been more cases uh, overnight. We've gotten out of uh, New South Wales 16 new community cases, and there are suggestions that New South Wales, and particularly Sydney, will go into some sort of lockdown. Keep an eye on that today. And um, we're also keeping an eye on Fiji, 279 uh, new cases a complete, uh, that's that's pretty much out of control over there at, at the moment. Well, that was the Dawn Course on Thursday, the 24th of June. I'm Bernard Hickey on the Kaka.